Happy Monday, everybody. It's October 26, 2020, and this is our last episode of October. Please enjoy part two of our Top 10 Spooksters. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Santa Boys Podcast. So, hey, we decided we're going to make you guys wait because, you know, we want to build the suspense. We didn't want to just reveal the top 10 list right away in two weeks. Like, who does that? Let's drag it out over an entire month so you have to wait till the end of the month to hear all 10. The other reason why is because um, I accidentally deleted the recordings and uh, we kind of had to do it again. So things happen and this seems it's gonna work well because we get to revisit something we already talked about and we're all really excited about it so today we're gonna list off the top five horror movies of all time like i said in the previous episode this is a definitive list meaning that our top 10 list is better than any other top 10 list don't go to any other top 10 list to get an idea of what the best horror movies are because I think you guys can back me up on this. We're the only one that's right. Right? Yeah, we've never been wrong about anything. Not once. So, okay, well, hey, let's get into it. So, coming in at number five is 1978's Halloween. Hell yeah! Spooky. So this was kind of like the first like big slasher movie. Like, I feel like this one started all of like the slasher movies that ended up having like 20 sequels apiece franchises it's left a pretty big impact on our culture today even so to the fact that we're still making halloween movies to this day and the new ones are pretty good i'm i must say so myself i kind of like halloween uh or i guess it was just called halloween, halloween. yeah, yeah it's just the halloween. same title two through and it was 20 fantastic but yeah hey yeah hey <laughs> exactly you 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 keep rob zombie's name out of your mouth don't just don't don't even don't even make a joke about that hey i kid why didn't we just you know what we should have done we should have watched rob zombie's halloween and discussed it instead of screen no uh, i don't really want to do that. i i've look, seen that one the look i've seen both of them and i just felt like physically dirty because of how like vile they were like they just felt gross because they were gross, Tom. I just didn't like him. But I love the original. The original John Carpenter is fantastic. The follow-up in 2018 from uh, David Gordon Green, is that his name? And um, Danny McBride was a fantastic sequel. And I think part of that has to do with the fact that I really enjoy, I really appreciate the fact that they like explored like that idea of like, what if this is like a, a real scenario that like happens to somebody? And, like, what's that lasting trauma look like in this person's life? And how does it affect them? How does it affect their family moving forward? So I just thought that was a really fascinating way to take it. Whereas usually with sequels, it's just like, how many people can we kill and how bloody can we make it? Turns out that uh, it makes you build a secret basement under your kitchen and then trap murderers in there. Yeah, it's kind of awesome. I think the original Halloween, what makes it so good, and like I think I kind of mentioned this in the previous episode talking about older movies, like obviously you don't have a lot that you can rely on when it comes to like special effects and stuff like that. You know, you, you're very limited at that time and what you can actually present on screen. I think that benefits older scary movies because they have to focus on the actual story and they have to focus on how do we set a tone with like things like music. So with Halloween... You know, obviously John Carpenter did the score himself on like it's on a synthesizer. And that's probably the most iconic horror movie soundtrack ever. Horror movie theme for sure. I I think so. I can't think of another one that like sticks out in my head like that one does. And it's still good. I mean, it's I you know, I think it's definitely aged a bit. You know, when we go through and we watch Scream, like there's a lot of references to Halloween and Scream. And also, like, you know, in Scream, they're laying out rules for horror movies. You know, obviously, Halloween kind of made those rules where, like, babysitter, the people who die are the people who aren't virgins, <laughs> drinking, sinful stuff, which is punishable by death. <laughs> and the minimalism just makes it creepy. Yeah. 
there's just, I mean, it's when you're just walking slowly towards someone and you're just going to kill them and they can't do anything about it. It's pretty, it's pretty scary, turns out. Yeah. When you're just big and strong and slow, it turns out that's... Yep. Being slow and big is way scarier than being fast for some reason. Just lumbering over to someone <laughs> to stab them fast. is terrifying. If you're going to run at me, whatever. I'll, I'll get out of that somehow. Well, I think Don't it's do. something about like it's almost like it's just drawing it out. It's and inevitable. That just makes, and that just yeah. makes it way worse. Whereas if it's just like, bam, in your face, it's all over. It's, yeah, not as terrifying. So let's move on to number four, which happens to be a little film called Psycho. Yes. Which came out... 1961. 60. Ooh, Tom with the knowledge. Yes. I don't know years, Ken. Well, none of us were alive. (laughs) And if my Uh, information is correct... Janet Lee, who starred in Psycho, is the mom of uh, Laurie Strode, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. I don't know why I blanked on that for a minute. Wait, what? Really? That's what I've been told. I could fact check that, but... Yeah, let, pull, up, pull up the Google I think, machine. I can fact I check I think it right her now. mom is Janet Lee, and her dad was like Tony Curtis. Tony, I knew her dad was Tony Curtis. Yep, wow. you're right. Janet Lee was her How mom. How did we not know that? I didn't know that. That seems like it should be kind of... Huh. Big time trivia. Wild. Well, Tom would get that one at yeah, trivia night. Yeah, flying high on Tom's team. Yeah. And I guarantee I'll remember that now. I'll, I'll forget important things I need to remember, but I'll remember that from <laughs> yeah. here on out. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. I guess Psycho, you could say, is the first, like, horror movie. Well, that's not true. I guess you had, like, the monster movies of, like, the 30s and 40s. But maybe, like, the first Frankenstein, slasher. Dracula. Maybe, like, the first modern yeah, slasher. That's, that's... Yeah, where you have a human as yeah, the... Did. A normal human as the monster that yeah. It's not this creature created. Yes. Right. Extra scary. Right. Also, still pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. what, 60 years old this yeah. year? I don't it's go to mato- motels anymore. Cre- <laughs> right. No. no. Did you frequent them before? No. Yeah. When I was, because uh, I saw this when <laughs> I was in high school. So, you know, as a high schooler, mob frequented hotels, just to, or motels, just mm-hmm. to check them out, check them out mm-hmm. you know? Did you know? Yeah. <laughs> and something that I've always thought is like interesting about Psycho is how they really explain and like it's kind of like the case with like a lot of um, Alfred Hitchcock movies is like there's so much more of like a psychological element to his movies but this one really kind of does explore that idea of just like these seemingly normal people that have suffered traumatic experiences in their lives and how that's like really kind of shaped who they are and can like really make them capable of doing just horrible things to someone else. Well, I think Psycho, it, it falls into a category like a lot of these other movies on our list that it is pop culture and it's cre- it created something. Like when you hear, you think Psycho, that shower scene with the stabbing, it's iconic, you, you know? And so that's just kind of something I like about it. Yeah. I also like a lot of Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. Hitchcock, we watched, we watched Hitchcock uh, boy here. Rear window the other night. We watched uh, North by Northwest a few weeks ago. Real good. All great. He's good at what he does. Yeah. And I have a bit of a confession to make. I've never actually seen Psycho. What? Really? Let me guess. You've seen American Psycho? Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Why did that one show up on the list? I don't like American Psycho. That one's just yeah. more like kind of yeah, yuck. Then that one makes you feel gross. Yeah, you want to talk about vile and feeling dirty Ooh, afterwards. Yeah. And yet, I still think I'd rather watch that than any Rob Zombie movie. Oh, for <laughs> hey, sure. You keep <laughs> Rob Zombie's name out of your mouth. Yeah, I thought we talked about this. Rob, like what? Gosh, Rob, what? What's the? Has he made a movie recently? I think he. Within the last couple of years, I think he's had another one come out. I think it's it was like a sequel to. Like House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, I think he had like a third one in that series come out. Hmm. Interesting. Three from Hell. Does that sound? Yeah, I think that's yeah, what it was. Probably... Yeah. Yikes! It's probably heartwarming. A little heartwarming film. He uh, here's a fun fact. Um, one I wouldn't have guessed. He is a writer for the Hulu series Pen Fifteen. <laughs> no. <laughs> really. Have you guys seen that show? No. Uh, no. Yeah, we watched a couple episodes. It's, I think it's pretty funny. I, I just we just it, cre- it weirds it. me out. I can't. I know. 
I think the funniest part about it is that the two main characters are like our age, but they're yeah, that's like, yeah. the weird. All part. the other actors are in middle school, young yes. kids. <laughs> it's so funny. Anyways, Pen Fifteen isn't spooky. Why are we talking about it? Because Rob Zombie, and that's and Tom needs to keep his name out of his mouth. That's Mob's yeah. favorite restaurant, Pen Fifteen. Don't sully the Robert, name of Rob Zombie. Robert Zombie. It's actually Robert Cummings, but whatever. Oh. Zombie's not his real last name. <laughs> what? What? That's Weird. crazy. I hate both names. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what if Zombie was his given Christian name? That'd be wild. The, there is somebody. Isn't there like a UFC fighter whose last name is Zombie? Oh, I don't know. How do you spell that? Or is that just like his nickname? Z-O-M-B-I-E. I'm pretty sure I saw this the other day. Zombie UFC. We're Googling like the Dickens today, boys. Zomber. Zomber. Hey, hey. Ortega versus Zombie. I mean, there is a guy named Zombie. What his real name is, I don't know. Oh, that's that's just his nickname. His real name is oh, okay. Chan, Soon, Chan Soon Young. Are him and, are him and Rob Zombie related? Uh, I'm going to say Gotta be. no. I mean, yes. This, Kevin, dare to the dream. last name of Zombie. So. <laughs> I need to get a copy of the Zombie Family Tree. We can draw it up. The Cummings Family Tree? You're right. You're right. No. Well, cool. <laughs> so, Psycho, great. Way go up, watch it. Way off track. Great Psycho <laughs> comes in at number four. Go watch, go watch Psycho. Yeah. Or don't. Yeah. yeah. So, guys, that'll bring us to number three. Can anybody guess what it is? I forgot. I don't know, honestly. I honestly did forget. <laughs> I know we just talked. I know we just talked about this. I know it's one of three movies minutes ago, but I couldn't tell you which of the True. three it is. I'll give you a hint. There's a lot of shots that look like this. Ah, uh, <laughs> I know. Number three is Silence of so the Lambs. There for for nice. everyone who's just wondering what I did, I just looked right straight into my camera. Like many of the shots of Jonathan Demi's Silence of the Lambs, where he just kind of focuses in on. One person who's looking at the camera, which is really creepy. It worked out. I think it's the idea of this like movies creepy. Yeah, making eye contact is uncomfortable. So whenever like the movie, whenever a character is seen like just them looking straight into the camera, it's unnerving. Well, also making eye contact with a guy that you know might want to eat you. And Anthony right. Hopkins is just like the scariest man on earth. So that number one yeah. scary movie. He's Maybe not scariest, but creepiest man on earth. Yeah, it's the There's only horror movie to win Best Picture. A little fact, mm-hmm. store that away. 1991. Ken, what did it beat? It beat... You're a dictionary of knowledge. Let's fact check you. It had to you. be movies that came out in 1990. No, I, no, the movie came out in 91, so the Oscar was in 92. So that means I think it beat Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Is that on there? For... Let's see. Google doesn't... I was one. Okay, here we go. I had just eaten my smash cake. Actor, leading role. <laughs> Why don't they put best picture at the very top? Gosh. Icing all up in my nose. Uh, yes, Beauty and the Beast, Bugsy, JFK, yeah. and The Prince of Tides were the movies nominated Prince for best picture. Prince of Tides? What even At the 1992. That? It's a movie with Barbara Streisand, bro. And Andrew Karsh, obviously. <laughs> Well, he's a producer. I don't think he was in the movie. I'm just reading what the website says. Oh, yeah. Produced by Barbara Streisand and Andrew Karsh. Yes. She produced that. Look at her go. Yeah. Sometimes I forget how popular Barbara was. Like, she was a big old deal. But not in Silence of the Lambs. So quit talking about it. Yeah. Let's stop talking about Prince of Tides. That's for another podcast. (laughs) Our Prince of Tides podcast. So, yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Real creepy. Has several sequels, both not none of that them good. are that great, and a prequel. And I a like pre- Red Dragon. There, 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 Red Dragon was decent. Hannibal was stupid. That was Is not it? very good. I yeah, like it. real stupid movie. Oh yeah, there's like there's like uh, two prequels kind of in there. There's like Hannibal Rising, and then there's Red Dragon. That sounds yeah. So Red Dragon right. is technically a prequel to Silence of the Lambs. Yeah, even though That's it was like right. a third movie. Also, um, there's a movie called Manhunter in like the 80s. Yeah. Which was huh. Red Dragon. I saw that. Like, and it had Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter. So, hmm. little little fact 
we'll deep dive into that one if you want to. Not that great of a movie, but you can look into it if you want. But yeah, no, Silence of the Lambs is just one of those movies that the way that it's shot is really what makes it so creepy. And the other thing is too, like, there's some really weird messed up people in this world. And like, Silence of the Lambs is plausible. <laughs> Which is really, yeah. really that's that what makes it so that scary. That shit is real. It's yeah. like the right. scariest of all things because someone could do this to you. Yeah. And some people has probably have. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of unfortunates. Yeah, not not great. So yeah. if you like don't like thinking about things that can happen to you, don't watch this movie. But if you can separate that from, yeah. from that. Yeah. I don't feel good right now. Let's move on. I'm freaked out. My skin's gone. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about more scary movies to make us feel better. All right. So that brings us to number two, which is the most recent on our list, I think. It's either that or It or Quiet Place. I think A Quiet Place came out 2018. Yeah. First, It came out in 2017. Okay. So this movie also sure. came out in 2017, but it came out in early 2017. And it's Get Out. Get out! Get out of here! I loved it. Get out of here! Yeah. Just a wild ride. I, I don't think I'll ever be as surprised by a movie as I was by Get Out. Yep. Like, I, I think... think when I first heard about it, it's like, hey, Jordan Peele of Key and Peele slash Mad TV <laughs> fame is making a horror movie. My immediate reaction was, oh, fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be terrible. It's it's also a sh- social commentary. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's definitely a genre bender, and it breaks a lot of a lot of rules and molds. Mm-hmm. And then you actually see it, and you're like, this is nuts. I've never seen a movie like this before. It was insane. Yeah. And it, too, was up for several awards. And didn't Jordan Peele win for Best Director? No, he won for Best Original Screenplay. Original yes. Screenplay. Okay. Yes. It could have won Best Picture. If I remember, it was a stacked year. Um, so that was the year that Shape of Water won. Ah, we can't get away from Grinding Nemo. It follows us everywhere. (laughs) That's, that's one of those that, I mean, what, we're three years removed? How many years removed? You can already look back and say, well, Get Out should have probably won. I feel like that's the case for 50% of Best Pictures. You look back and think that wasn't the best movie of the year. And Grinding Nemo in that category. Maybe 35%. I don't think that Grinding Nemo should have won, but I also I also don't think Get Out should have won either, <laughs> although it's a really good movie. Lady Bird is what he's going to say. Well, I liked Lady Bird that year, but I think Three Billboards should have won. Actually, Ooh, I, think that, I agree with that. That was a great movie. That was my favorite think, movie of the year. I think that was the best movie of that year. Um, I think Get Out should have won, but I wouldn't argue with Three Billboards. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, I loved it, so. But hey, we got to... Cool, man. We gotta make fish love. We gotta put that at top of our priorities. Both my fantasy teams have scored 63 points, so... Not a good fantasy day. I'm doing good. I'm fine. I'm fine. But yeah, Get Out. Any 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 other insights on Get Out that you want to talk about? Um, you should go watch it if you haven't. That's yes. That's all I'll say about it. I believe it's on HBO. I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure on that. Might need to fact check I'm that. Not sure either. I was just gonna say I know Us is on HBO. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. his other horror movie? I bet yeah. it's on. Which <laughs> looks extent. way too scary. The thing to say about Get Out is is it's one of those movies that because Jordan Peele directed it, now that there's any like thriller that comes out, it's like executive produced by Jordan Peele and it just blows up. And yeah. that's what Get Out did. It's um yeah, Jordan Peele's name now is not Jordan Peele of Key and Peele. It's Jordan Peele, Oscar-winning screenwriter. For psychological horror thrillers. How do you think that makes uh, Keegan-Michael Key feel? He's done fine. I think he's fine. I think he's Good. happy. I hope so. I always hope that about uh, dynamic comedy duos, and one of them really blows up, and the other one's still doing stuff, but you know. Well, they're, doing, they're still doing stuff together. They were the stuffed animals in Toy Story 4. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Keanu, the kitten. Um, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Well, so Keegan was, Michael Key. Free get out. Shut up, Kenny. That's just saying. Shut up. Just saying. Shut up. Keegan Michael. He's he's like a trained theater person. Like he's. Yeah, he did a lot of improv. Others, yeah. yeah. 
So it's just it's it's crazy that the you 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 put these guys in a box of hey comedy duo, but really they're super talented and a whole yeah. bunch of other things. I I love that so much when like comedic actors make that turn from comedy to drama and thriller and and anything else. Like they just excel at everything, and I think it's really just a true testament to their talent. I, I, yeah, I, I think too. I'll, I'll just go ahead and go on record and say, if one of you guys ended up doing another podcast and it blew up and you became really, really famous, I'd be nothing but happy for you. So I believe you. Yeah, I'd be stoked. Yeah. When's Candyman ever going to come out? I mean, next Don't year know. at this point, right? So Candyman also not directed by Jordan Peele, but Is it just he gets produced? all like the for it. Yeah, he gets yeah, all the go. hype for it. And he puts his name on it. It's like Lost. Who's that guy? What's his name? Damon um, Lindelof. Wolf. Who did Star Wars? Oh, no. Oh, J.J. Abrams. J.J. Abrams. Abrams. Yeah. Abrams. After, after Lost. Abrams. After Lost, J.J. Abrams. His name was on everything that he might have just like looked at. Yeah. J.J. Right. Abrams has seen this movie before you. And it's funny is that J.J. Abrams didn't even create Lost, which right. is, yeah, which is funny. But he gets anyway. all the credit for it. Anyways, let's not talk about Lost. Yeah, I'll get, lost, I'll get man. ticked off. Guys, this brings us to our number one spookster. This is what we consider to be the spookiest movie of all time. And I can say without shadow of doubt, I, I, I do think that this is like the best horror movie ever made. In my opinion. Hold on. Before you name it, is this the only... No, it's not the only, but this is one of... The movies that the four of us have all watched together. Think about that. Mm, that's actually. I, I know. What I've others have we least, watched together? Yeah, yeah, we have. We have watched this one all together. No, like all of us together in the, in same, the same spot. Room. Yep, in the same room we watched this movie. Right. Which I, I think yep. is pretty uh-huh. rare for almost every movie we talk about. Yep. So this right. one definitely holds a special place in our hearts. What is it? Could we say that this movie was the thing that planted the seed? For the Cineboys podcast down the road, seven years later. Let's not go that far. I don't think. Mm. That was a long time ago. Yeah. But maybe. Mm. Anyways, our number one spookster of all time is The Shining. Ah! <laughs> Here's Johnny. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> I'm a spooky boy. <laughs> Clip that off. <laughs> oh, man. I, so I, the first time or two I watched this movie I didn't care for it like I didn't I thought it was slow boring I didn't really understand it but then I watched it again last night I freaking love it it's a great movie and then you yeah. saw room 247 and thought this even, is the best I, movie ever I didn't even finish watching that I saw I saw that quote unquote documentary before I saw the movie yeah, because we saw we went to Ragtag to watch that documentary, and then we mm-hmm. went back to Bay, the Bay Burke Palace, uh-huh. and that's when we all watched it together. This, and the, the night that Cineboys podcast was born, it is scarier yeah. when you're watching it at like one a.m. Yeah, like three a.m. Oh, it was late last night when I was watching it. I was creep. Just remember when we started thing? We used to start doing things at like midnight. Yeah. <sighs> my god who are who were we how's that bunch of animals my body hurts just staying up till thinking about staying up till 3 a.m my body hurts thinking about staying up till midnight it, that's a, that's rough tom what were you gonna say man this is one of those movies that for me like all growing up like was just one of those that was so like notorious for the scare factor uh and just all like the tension you feel as you're watching the movie and so like now that i'm older and can appreciate it more like i can definitely see all that and like i was watching it you know last night and just like that scene where shelly duvall like discovers kind of how nuts jack nicholson's been going uh, spoiler and, alert that's fine and she's just like well it's 40 years old at this point. Like, <laughs> yeah, i don't care but like she's going through like all the pages he's been typing out and it's just saying the same line over and over again and then like they have that uh interaction as they're going up the stairs I think that is some of the best acting I've ever seen. Like, just that whole interchange. And, like, if you understand also, like, the the backstory behind it and just how awful Stanley Kubrick was to work for, like, he pushed everyone to their limit. And, like, he, in a sense, like, from my understanding, like, 
almost was like abusing Shelley Duvall to get her to that point of just like manic craziness. Mm. And, you know, I don't know if I can really condone those practices, but it, it kind of worked. I'm against abuse. I'm going to come out strong against abuse. Right. <laughs> this is a, this is for sure. We'll go ahead and make our stance on it in anti-abuse yes podcast mm-hmm. we don't that's just the kind of guys that. we are on this on this pod <laughs> yeah we don't we, we're not for it anti, right anti but podcast it was such a good movie <laughs> it's a good movie it's like it's hard though because it's like if he was really really nice and like supportive of her would we have gotten the same movie if not better mm-hmm. you know it's hard it's hard it's hard to know stanley kubrick in particular has such a way with making or had such a way of of making movies that I think the shining is really like his only horror movie. You know, most of his other movies were, you know, dramas or historical fiction, like the moon landing filming. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, his other movies, even though they're not scary are very unsettling. If you watch like full metal jacket or, um, clockwork orange eyes wide shut those are all movies that like make you uncomfortable even though they're not technically scary so for him to like make a horror movie to me only makes sense and i kind of wish he did others but he didn't so we have the shining it's number one on our list and if you don't agree you can fight us yeah come fight us i think it's also another movie that benefits from not having the crutch of cgi or anything like that. And you have to have a really talented filmmaker to make a really good movie like that. Otherwise, you know, think about like all like the horrible like slasher horror movies that were churned out in like the late 70s and 80s and 90s that like were super low budget and they were just, you know, using, you know, really, really crappy practical effects. Like all of those have just fallen by the wayside. Nobody's seen the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger in it. Because speak for yourself. So bad. Like, you know, movies like that just they don't They're and they're a dime a dozen. Right. Right. You have really talented filmmakers who, you know, figure out, okay, I don't have a lot of flexibility here. How do I make a good movie? And they do it. Like, I think that's pretty cool. Guys, that's that's our the numbers five through one of our top 10 spooksters we hope that you enjoy it we hope we didn't scare you i hope nobody's scared i'm scared i'm still thinking about how uh, silence of the lambs is real and i am scared let me just slice a little chunk of your brain off and feed it to you <laughs> okay here's a weird question do you ever think like I wonder if like human brains taste good? I've never thought that in my life. I don't know why you uh, ever think I, that. I I will say you know <laughs> when I watch Silence of the Lambs, I do get hungry. Um, <laughs> I can't explain it, but it is kind of like me. You know, I could go for a bit of a snack right now, oh. like a good steak, just a good cut of meat. That's horrifying. Like, I guess like if you were to like let's say hypothetically. You were to walk into a house where somebody's cooking like a like a human thigh and making like a human steak, like person steak. Do you? What, what my, do you do how did we get here? Reac- do you think you would know like that? Oh, this smells gross. Or would you be like, mm, "What are you cooking? That smells great." Like I think that your initial reaction would be like, "What is that?" From what I've heard, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer's apartment smelled awful, and he was cooking human meat. So you know, I can't imagine it would smell great he probably wasn't the cleanest guy ever no right luckily it's you know a question that probably will never truly be answered which i think is probably a good thing let's i want to distance myself from this conversation i'm gonna come out anti look having a cannibalism (laughs) anti-abuse anti so many things we're we're not we're an anti we are definitely an anti-cannibalism okay (laughs) the anti the anti I'm sorry. I get hungry when I get hungry, okay? And sometimes it happens to be during Silence of the Lambs. That's uh, fair. But for I a steak, think... Tom, for a steak? Oh boy. With a nice Chianti, it sounds it sounds good. I think it's safe to say this is an anti-cannibalist podcast. I'm I'm just putting it out there. I'm just I'm just it's a thought that I had and I think it was worth exploring. We should kill somebody and eat them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go take a shower. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, thanks I'm for joining me. tell my me. wife I love her. 
<laughs> thanks for thanks for. I'm really glad we put this uh, list together for everybody out there in the world. Now they know, like, if I do, if they do want to watch a good scary movie, they have ten solid choices to choose from. So, does anybody have any honorable mentions? Like maybe a scary movie that didn't show up on this list. The first edition of the Saw franchise. Uh, Tucker and Dale. Anybody? I love that movie. I'd like to uh, shout out uh, Jaws. I love Jaws. I think mine is very recent and maybe one of the scariest movies I've ever seen and highly recommend it is Hereditary. It's nuts. Not gonna, nope. Can't do it. Nope. It's so scary. Nope. But uh, yeah, if you're, I I made the mistake of watching it, starting it like midnight. And uh, (laughs) yeah. I had to finish it, and I did not sleep well. It was one of the scariest movies I've ever seen, and it's really good. So maybe watch it at like 2 p.m. on a Saturday? Yes. But you want to pay attention to it, so I'll do other things. Yeah, yeah. Well, cool, guys. Thanks for this. Enjoy the rest of your evenings. Hopefully all your fantasy teams end up winning. I hope mine does. Um, Yeah, totally. Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Now it's time for Tommy's Mailbag and Movie Anniversaries. Tommy's Mailbag and Anniversaries. Tommy's Mailbag, won't you read the mail to me? That was, I didn't mean for it to go off key, but it did. Um, I apologize, I'm a professional, that shouldn't have happened. It's okay, I didn't like it. Star no, was right. not born. That's right. I blew it. Guys, welcome in to another edition of Tommy's Mailbag and Movie Anniversaries. This could be the last of the Tommy's Mailbag and Anniversaries as we know it. It's not going anywhere, but we're going to change things up starting next week, and we'll get into more detail on that in the coming weeks, so you don't need to worry about it for now. But new, new fun things coming so get excited. Hey, it's our second week on YouTube. Also, how do you guys feel about, uh, oh, there's my dog. Butt in the air. Sup, Mickey? Mm. Mickey made it in the episode this week. Um, how did you guys feel about being on YouTube last week? Was it a good time? I, uh, I generally don't like the look of my face or the sound of my voice. So podcasting was one thing. And then to add the other thing I don't like, it's a little jarring. You shouldn't feel I, that way, man. I actually forgot I had a mustache until the YouTube video came on, and I was like, oh, man. I'm not shaving, though, yeah. so try and stop wow. me. The mustache is beautiful. You know, I actually forgot we were on YouTube now, so I have yet to check it out. Well, it's – I mean, you were there for it, so it won't be anything new to you technically. Well, it's different whenever you, like, see yourself, you know. it's weird you're right you're right well kevin looks like you're joining us from the parasite house in south korea Mm -hmm. it's pre uh pre-murder scene so Uh, yes still pretty clean yeah i'm glad you're getting good wi-fi outside Mm. you can tell the the lighting is all the same right no special effects here i i could you know yeah you're definitely outside you don't have to prove it to me anyways and i won't Enough chit-chat. What do you say we get into the mailbag? Tom, what do you got for us this week? All right, here we go. First question says, hey, boys. So Leah Thompson, co-star of the 1980s smash hit Back to the Future, arguably one of the best movies of all time, has hinted or actually just flat out said that she would like to direct the film adaptation of the stage musical version of the movie. First, when did they adapt it into a musical? And two, wouldn't this essentially be considered a reboot, which Robert Zemeckis has emphatically said would never happen? And that comes to us from Tommy from Columbia. Nope. No, huh. no, no relation. No, no relation. No nope. relation. None at all. Never heard of um, that. I'll say this. I agree. I didn't know that there was a, uh, a musical Back to the Future. Were you guys aware of this? Did not know that. It's the first time I'm kind of bummed there is one. I know. Ken, no, I was not. Okay, gotcha. Um, so here's my thought on it. 
what if they just did kind of like they did with Hamilton where like the Hamilton movie is just them recording the play? Why don't they just do that with the Back to the Future musical? Because I'm assuming like if it's on Broadway, it's probably pretty cool stage production stuff. Um, You could just film it, package it into a movie and you're done. Are we, but are we positive that it's not like a, fifth grade version of a musical that was created for this i don't know right so like we're 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 guessing that it's broadway production but what if it's uh you know booker t elementary class of 2019 so i was actually reading a little bit about this and it sounds like they've only really done like so it just started last year and they've only really done productions in london and new york Okay. But then they had to shut everything down for COVID. Uh, but it was starting to generate some buzz and like getting some pretty, pretty decent reviews apparently. So it may actually not be terrible. Yeah. Still don't know how I feel about it. I'm not into it. I'm just. I don't like it. One of my <laughs> mottos is just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yes. And I feel like there were enough musical numbers in the movie to begin with. So. I don't know. Back to the Future. Is it already a musical? Wait, musical numbers in the movie? Yeah, Marty Marty McFly gets up and uh, Johnny B. Good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, right. I read like, some is sick rips. Is there a scene where they guys weren't ready for that? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's a great movie. I I say I'll stand by. If you just did like a, a made a stage movie of it, like they did with like Hamilton or like the Cats movie, not the recent Cats movie, but like the old twenty years ago where they filmed the 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 show. Mickey doesn't like cats. Did you see her just perk up? She said, no. Yeah, she's got them demon eyes. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, but if you just yeah, like just film the stage show, I, I I wouldn't be against that. I don't think they should make a new movie though. Uh, leave it alone. Yeah, don't touch it. Don't need to. Typically, typically musicals don't translate well to the silver screen anyway. I think uh, Les Mis did it all right, except for Russell Crowe, which was a travesty. Mama. That's my impression. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix now. And the preview, like when you scroll over it, is Russell Crowe singing. And I'm like, that is not how you get people to watch this movie. Or what I'm glad you brought that up. What about that one with Tom Cruise? Do you guys remember that one? You don't remember that musical he did like eight years ago? Oh, Rock of Ages. No. Yeah, it looked. I never awful. saw it. Yeah. The thumb the right, the well. Netflix thumbnails are so misleading sometimes. A lot of times they just put the most random characters on the on the little picture, and it's like this is what am I about to watch? Like Moneyball right now is. Um, it's not Brad Pitt or Jonah Hill. It's uh, blanking on his name. Recently deceased manager Philip of the Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I, 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 I think that I there's some, how. I think Art there's how. some sort of algorithm they use for those. So I've noticed that too, where it'll be like, why is this person on the thumbnail for this movie when they're like a maybe fourth or fifth on the call sheet, probably. I think they do some sort of algorithm based off of like popular like actors and actresses, even if they're not really big in the movie, they'll still put them on there. In that case though, it's like, you're not going to beat out Brad Pitt or Jonah Hill. That Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. And popcorn. Put that on the thumbnail. Yeah. Any day. Just Brad Pitt eating anything. Yeah. He's the best eating yeah. actor out there. And it's <laughs> that should be close. That should be the thumbnail for every movie <laughs> on Netflix. I, I I have like ideas in my head. And if I were to ha- have a blog and I've thought about writing a post that's just ranking Brad Pitt eating scenes. Ooh, please do. Please Top do. 10 Brad Pitt eating scenes of all time. I think there's a be, lot of them. That'd be a good post for Cork Bats maybe. And we are technically part of Cork Bats. You could or not do that. Oh, look at you wearing your shirt. Okay, well, th- we kind of got off track with that one, but the- hey, that was a good question. That's okay, got us talking. Thanks, Tommy from Columbia. No relation. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Next step, uh, we set question uh, C. As this quarantine and COVID virus continues to keep us all shuttered in, what have been some of your favorite movies you have streamed so far while you have waited it out? And that comes to us from Lola from Nola. <laughs> do you, do you uh, guys track at all what you watch? Um, I've been tracking what I watch for like the last couple of years and it's actually helped like when people ask me what movie do you like it actually helps me to have like a list like here's what I've seen and here's a good idea it's good or bad it's not a bad idea but I feel like that makes you sound really old like you have to keep a list of everything you've watched I've got a spreadsheet of all the films I mean just try and think of all the movies you watched in 2019 I'm sure you can't oh no there's no way no way because I've for as many good movies I've watched I've watched more (laughs) shit I've watched some bad and my rule about putting them on the list is they have to be new within like the year that I watch it, basically. Gotcha. So gotcha. the most recent one I have on my list is Enola Holmes. And hey, it was good. It yeah, was fine. Yeah, I didn't. I watch. watched it. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad. I don't think I finished it, but I enjoyed what I saw. I mean, I, I think fell asleep at the end, but that wasn't a commentary on the movie. That was a commentary on how tired I was. Yeah. Hmm. The last movie I watched was Trial of Chicago Seven. And that I need is to watch that still. Very nice. Very good movie. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Maybe I'm planning best. on watching it this weekend. Maybe I, the yeah. best movie of the year. I think actual movie I watched, mm. last actual movie I watched was um, The Devil All the Time. That was fantastic. And, and I'm currently going through The Last Dance, which I know is not a movie, but it's a fantastic mm. documentary. Oh, yeah. I'd recommend that John. for sure. Yeah. It's so good. Like, I loved it. I, I kind of want to go back and watch it. I loved The Last Dance. It was really good. Yeah. Um, I think for me, like, uh, like things that, as far as, like, quarantine goes, um, things that I've watched, I, I, beginning of quarantine, I kind of got into Grey's Anatomy a little bit. I know you did. Because, <laughs> like, A little bit. A lot of it's, it. It's Catherine's favorite show, and I always told her I'd watch it, and I was like, well, now I got the time. So I kind of got into it. I didn't finish it though. It, there's, oh my gosh, there's so Isn't many. Isn't it still seasons. going on? Yeah, the new season starts next month. Oh wow, season like sixteen or something. Wow, like that. oh, that's crazy. Yeah. So I think if I had to pick my favorite movie of the quarantine, it'd probably be Palm Springs. I liked it a lot. I Pretty thinking, solid. Yeah, really good. Really I, good movie. I think I've watched um, Hamilton five times, and wow. I'm not exaggerating. My mom's ruined Hamilton for so, me a little bit. Well, so we, we, our big gift from my parents last Christmas was tickets to Hamilton that we were right. supposed to go to in March. And I'm, I'm not kidding. When, when they were like, do you want tickets to Hamilton? I was like, I don't care. But uh, Kate really wanted to go. And so I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll go with you. I like musicals. And so I was like, okay, well, now I'll get to see it and see if I actually like it. And I watched it. Then I listened to the soundtrack. Then I watched it again. And then my parents hadn't seen it. So I was like, you want to watch it? And then Kate wanted to watch it again. So I was like, you want to watch it? And then I probably just watched it by myself again. That's because I'm, I love it. Nice. I have an unpopular opinion about Hamilton. I think well, you're it's wrong. Gr- no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> let me, let me, let me say what it is. I, I like it. I, I really liked it. And I love the, the musical. It's fantastic. So Hamilton, the play in and of itself, I think is great. What I can't stand is Lynn Manuel Miranda's voice. It seems oh, so interesting. It seems so like real whiny, and I can't stand it. I'll say this much: he is my least favorite performer of the major cast. And that that being said, too, I really like Lynn Manuel Miranda. I think he's awesome and i love anytime he's in something i typically am excited about it what else is he but the moment that he does something involving music where he's singing or rapping i think his voice to me is like nails on a chalkboard Mm. Mm. i can see how that would be a controversial opinion yes i i don't necessarily i don't necessarily fully agree but i fully understand what you're saying if that makes sense there we go civil discourse he was in the rise of Skywalker. He was probably a 
a stormtrooper or toad or something like is it what what was the name of craig yeah Yeah. daniel craig is in (laughs) force awakens Awakens. he's a stormtrooper yeah Yeah. Mm. so i bet Uh, lin manuel was a stormtrooper what's the name of the little rat guy in rise of skywalker i don't remember The, the porg i've only seen it once he's like he's like the tech little rat tech dude i forget what his oh, name yeah. is best uh, character hola- hilarious movie. character yeah hold on it's I, not korg no he's not <laughs> korg <laughs> best marvel character there is and i will not he- take any other answers okay so yep. ghost <laughs> hey mate <laughs> i can't find his name i don't remember what it okay. what, what was he even about in the movie he was like, I don't remember. Stuff. I just this saw it. I haven't seen it since. Content. Yeah. Well, we'll figure it out. I, yeah, I forgot. I'm just, I've, I've blocked that movie out of my memory. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about Rise of Skywalker. When I left it, I felt like I liked it. No. The more I lazy. thought about it since, I'm like, this so movie lazy. is very problematic. There's a lot of problems with this movie. Uh, have some damn uh, courage and create your own storyline and characters and art yeah, for once. Exactly. Gosh, like, dang it. Okay. This brings me to my next Star Wars <laughs> point is that I don't know why this is an unpopular opinion. All the fanboys on the internet hated Last Jedi, and I don't understand why. I think Last Jedi, other than Empire Strikes Back, is the best Star Wars movie. And it's interesting because then it's like reversed with uh, the Rise of Skywalker because everybody loved that one, but like uh, yeah. so us normies, it's kind of like oh, everybody a, liked it. There's a lot of plot holes with that one. The prop, yeah. The problem with Rise of Skywalker is it's messy, and yeah. it, it, they had to finish. They they pigeonholed themselves into this trilogy idea. They had to finish it, and what they had. To finish it just wasn't. what happened was oh. you had three different directors with no it's like no AJ, you had two you different had directors one director then a new director and then you had the third director come in and say i'm gonna try in 45 minutes to undo everything the other director did right do it messily mm-hmm. and then now my creative genius is gone and i'm just, just gonna wrap it up <sighs> in a sloppy stupid manner yeah that that's not what happy happened. about it it was We're like not happy it was like to me I had the same feeling of lost when I first saw it. I was like, Oh, okay, that's cool. I get it. And then I thought about it more and it pissed me off because I was like, no, that actually sucks. Does suck. Yeah. Um, I yeah, think we're so, just anti JJ Abrams on this podcast. All I don't think, mine. I don't think I'm anti JJ Abrams. He's definitely what overrated. I am, what I am is pro Ryan Johnson. I am pro what happened mm, to us Jedi. We are a pro Ryan Johnson podcast. We can <laughs> firmly we, come would, out as pro would, RJ. Even if we lose followers, listeners, would we come out as a pro Last Jedi podcast? Sure. Yeah. Why not? I liked it. All but... right. We'll get we'll get the Apple show to 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 agree with us. Hell yeah. Yeah. What if we said we're we're pro Last Jedi and if you're not, you can go to hell. Do you think that's a good stance? <laughs> oh, I don't want to go that far. I'm just with it. <laughs> also anti-Birdman podcast. Also, I'd like no, to... No, we're not. We are pro-Birdman. <laughs> I, I, that... No, I'd it's like, three against one. I'd like to distance myself from Kevin's RJ comment. Hey, everyone That's loves my RJ. official stance. Oh my gosh, guys. Again, way off track. I don't even remember what the original question was. <laughs> I don't either. We're just talking about <laughs> favorite movies we've streamed so far during this quarantine. Oof. Oh, gotcha. That's right. Do we got anything else in the mailbag? Uh, no. Okay. Well, let's let's get into to 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 some movie anniversaries. Sweet. All right. Happy five year anniversary to Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension. Is that like, Which one was that? Who remembers? I don't. Is know. it like three? <laughs> no, it's not three. There's at least five of them, I think. Uh, this might be the fifth one. Oof. I, I saw one in theaters, and it was kind of a fun experience. Three was the was best. I saw that in theaters, and that was super fun. Was three the one where the women all teamed up to kill the husband? No. They all turned demonic? No? I don't three, know which one that was. Three was kind of like the prequel, essentially, I think. Right. Mm. It like, takes place in the 80s when like the girls from like the first movie or first two movies are like children. I don't know. 
but I never saw this one. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, happy 10 year anniversary to the company men that had Ben Affleck and Tommy Lee Jones. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't remember that Tommy one. Tommy Lee Jones. I don't, don't remember that one. Come on. I remember it coming out, but I don't know what it was about. Company men. For some reason, when you said the company men, my first thought was the movie with like George Clooney and Bill that Murray, where they too. were like in World War II and like digging up. Oh, like the monuments. Artifacts. Me. Yeah. The monuments. Me. That's what that, I thought. That was a very underwhelming movie. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, news fest. Uh, happy 25 year anniversary to dead presidents. I've never even heard of that. Really? Uh, Dead I've presidents? heard of it. I've never seen it, though. Dead well, when presidents. you say it that way, it doesn't sound like we're celebrating a movie anniversary. Dead it sounds like presidents. a... Yeah, it sounds like a really shitty band name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's a real movie, I, I guarantee. You should go look it up. Huh. No, you think, go look it up. I think it it's up. like a, a crime. Chris like, Tucker. It's like a heist movie. Oh, boy. Yeah, what a oh, because money. Dead presidents. Yeah, yeah. Money. Uh, Got it. Can't get past this trap right here. Yeah. Well, cool. Guys, Tom, again, thank you for doing all that. Um, what a good time this has been. You know, I hope that you guys are well. Uh, Kev, I hope you get home from South Korea. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys have a wonderful rest of your evening. Kevin. You as well. Do they call you butt soup in South Korea? Uh, let me look up what they call me in South Korea. What do you think that would be? I, don't I, w- I would assume it's butt soup. No, it's going to be something more like... <laughs> it's coming up with real soup recipes. So... <laughs> Gross. Right. Korea is a wild place. I, All right, whatever. I want to get out of here. We're, we're done. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. bye.